Hello and welcome to the Bridge City Church podcast. If you would like to get connected, you can find us on Facebook at Bridge City Church or come along to our Sunday service at 10am. We'd love to have a coffee and a chat. We hope you enjoy this week's message. See you at church. Good morning, everyone. So good to be in the house today. And um, if any of you don't know my don't know me, my name's Carolyn, and um, I'm part of the team here at Bridge City Church. I've titled this message "Conversations with God." God made us to have a close, intimate relationship with Himself. He wants us to talk with Him, to have the kind of relationship where we can talk about anything and where we can hear Him when He speaks to us. Revelation 3.20 says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him and he with me. Let's pray. Father God, we give you thanks that you are here with us, that you have given us this moment in time to be here together, to worship you, to encourage each other and to hear your word. I pray, Lord, that as I bring the word you have given me, that your Holy Spirit will move on each one hearing it and draw all of us closer to you. I give you all the honour and all the glory in the beautiful name of Jesus, our Lord and Saviour. Amen. Growing up in a Christian family and going to Sunday school and church every Sunday morning, I can never remember a time of not having faith in God. I grew up knowing a lot about him but not knowing him. As a young adult, I had many worries about various challenges that life would bring, and at times I was very, very anxious. I would ask for God's help often in these times, sadly treating God as something of a genie, asking him to make my life better when I needed it, or to protect me from something I was afraid of. Looking back, I feel ashamed of my behaviour, The bottom line was I was interested in knowing God for what he could do for me, but I wasn't seeking him for knowing him. One day a friend of mine died suddenly at the age of 36 of a heart attack. I was shocked and devastated and jolted into the reality that life is temporal. While I grieved for her and for her poor family going through the loss of their wife and mum, This jolted me into a time of soul-searching and a time of re-evaluating my life choices. I knew I needed to work out for myself what was really important in my life. I felt that if I was to die of a heart attack, that I wouldn't be ready, I would be in no state to meet God face-to-face at that time. I realised my neglect of God and I made a promise to myself to get to know this truly wondrous God that I had always had faith in but never truly known. Thankfully, God tells us in Jeremiah 29 verse 13, and you will seek me and find me when you seek after me with all of your heart. Finally, I was ready to seek God with all of my heart. I wanted to find God and I wanted to hear from God, to have that personal relationship that I saw in others. I wanted God's direction for my life and him for, ta- and for him to take away all of my fears. I was once a child, then a teenager, and now I'm a grown-up. 
1 Corinthians 13, 11 says, When I was a child, I spoke as a child, I understood as a child, I thought as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. As there is a process in growing up as a child, there is also a process in growing up in God, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Part of this process is moving from the childish place of knowing about God and focusing mostly on the benefits to ourselves of knowing God through to a deep spiritual relationship where there is a two-way conversation and a loving, giving relationship. If you would like to go deeper in your relationship with God, like I still do, I want to go much deeper. If you would like to hear him more clearly, there are some things you can do. The first thing is to seek relationship. We won't find God really, truly, deeply if we don't seek after him. God made us to live in relationship with him, but he will not force himself on us. He gives us a choice. It is possible for us to know a lot about God, but not have a relationship with him. Just like with a famous actor or a sports person, we might know lots about them from what we see on TV, but we don't really know them. I knew lots, of God, lots about God from my upbringing, um, and as a teenager, I had asked Jesus into my life. I had faith in God, but I didn't have the kind of relationship that I do have with him now. God went to enormous lengths to have a personal relationship with each one of us. He sent his son Jesus to live on earth and then to die in our place as a perfect sacrifice for the sin we have committed. Jesus, through his life lived on earth, shows us a perfect example of how to live in relationship with Father God. We can see his example in the first four books of the New Testament in Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. When we read the Gospels and really think about them, we gain an understanding of how Jesus related to his Father and to other people. We learn how Jesus prayed, how he used the scriptures, how he felt about sin and about the world, and how he lived a sacrificial life in total obedience to his Father. We see Jesus' complete love and devotion to his Father through the way he lived his life. Jesus is the example we are to follow. If you think about how to develop a relationship with someone you really loved and admired and wanted to know more, what would you do? For me, I would want to be around that person. I would position myself to be around them. I would find out what they liked and what they didn't like. I would find out about their hobbies, their favourite pastimes, just to name a few things. I would want to know what they loved and hated. And if I wanted them to care about me, I would want to be pleasing to them. So I wouldn't do things that I knew they didn't like or anything to upset them. Instead, I would look to do things that would make them happy and pleased with me. As a new couple begins dating, they're eager to spend time with one another. It's exciting. It's not a chore. And when they're not together, their thoughts are usually about each other and when they'll meet again. Human love is wonderful and it is a gift from God. But no relationship with any person can ever be as fulfilling as a relationship with God himself. God knows all about us. And despite all of our shortcomings and despite the worst things we have ever done, he loves us totally and completely. Psalm 139 verses 1 to 4 says, 
O Lord, you have examined my heart and know everything about me. You know when I sit down or stand up. You know my thoughts even when I'm far away. You see me when I travel and when I rest at home. You know everything I do. You know what I'm going to say even before I say it, Lord. Author Max Licato said, Our Saviour kneels down and gazes upon the darkest acts of our lives. But rather than recoil in horror, he reaches out in kindness and says, I can clean that if you want. And from the basin of his grace, he scoops a palm full of mercy and washes away our sin. No matter what we do, we can't hide from God. There is great freedom in that, as we know from his word that he loves us totally and completely as we are. We can rest in that, lean into him, and allow him to lead us into a deeper relationship with himself, and allow him to help us make any changes we need to make. 1 John 4:18 says, Such love has no fear, because perfect love expels all fear. If we are afraid, it is for fear of punishment, and this shows that we have not fully experienced his perfect love. We love each other because he loved us first. Brother Lawrence once said, There is not in the world a kind of life more sweet and delightful than that of a continual conversation with God. Those only can comprehend it who practice and experience it. We need to show God we are eager to spend time with him and we need to prioritise that time, put aside regular time each day, which is just for you and God. We need to show him we are serious about seeking a relationship with him. This is the one and only true God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit, one God in three persons, creator of the universe and all that exists. And he wants to have a personal relationship with each and every one of us. He wants to speak to us and have us hear what he says. What an incredible privilege we have. Matthew 22, 37 to 39 says, Jesus replied, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. A second is equally as important. Love your neighbour as yourself. We talk to God through prayer. It's like having a conversation with someone you love. If anyone's wondering what you can pray about, a good place to start is in praising God for who he is and thanking him for what he has done. The more you thank God for things in your life, the more you see to be thankful for. You can be thanking him for the beauty of his creation, beautiful flowers, a mighty tree, a raging sea, a comfortable warm bed. You can thank him for the people in your life who are important to you, for your home, your food, and that is just the beginning. Martin Luther said, To be a Christian without prayer is no more possible than to be alive without breathing. Give your day to God. Ask him to lead and guide you. Ask him to order your steps, to bring you into contact with every person he wants you to have contact with that day. That's something that uh, Andrew and I do at the beginning of every day. And then we know that it's a very simple prayer, but it's one that God always answers. Because if you're asking for his will, for you to him to lead and guide you into every conversation, then you know that no conversation is an accident. And we also know that he'll give us the words. As we start to spend time with God, the more we spend time with him, the more we will know him and the more clearly we will hear his voice. 
So we seek relationship, and then we need to read the Word. If we want to hear God speaking to us, we need to make a regular daily practice of reading the Bible. The Word of God is a living, creative force, Jesus himself. And he is actively at work when you read God's written word, the Bible, prayerfully. When you read the Bible, ask the Holy Spirit to make the words come alive for you and to give you understanding and direction. His word is living and powerful. Hebrews 4.12 says, For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. God uses his word to teach us. It's our guidebook for life, and no matter what situation we are facing, there is something in his word to help us get through it. Sometimes when you're reading the word, you find something stands out really strongly that you didn't take much notice of last time you read that passage. That's God bringing it to your attention for whatever you might be needing at the time. 2 Timothy 3.16 says... All scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. There's nothing we're facing that can't be, um, we can't find an answer in his word. It is our our weapon, it is our sword to fight against the difficulties that we face. So the first thing, we seek relationship, we read the word, and we need to renew our minds. Another way God speaks to us is through our mind. Romans 12.2 says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. God wants us to develop what the Bible calls the mind of Christ, which is the way Jesus thinks. We can do this by asking the Holy Spirit to renew our mind each day. We can ask forgiveness for bad thoughts, beliefs and attitudes and ask for the Holy Spirit to give us thoughts that are true to God's plans and purposes. Psalm 51 verse 10 says, Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a loyal spirit within me. The more we clean up our mind and the purer of heart we become, the closer we can grow to Jesus and the more we will hear his voice. Matthew 5 verse 8 says, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. The closer you get to God, the more you can enjoy ongoing conversations with him, both listening and hearing from him, and the more God will use those conversations to transform you into the person he wants you to become. Seek relationship, read the word, renew your mind, and be obedient. If you feel God is asking you to do or not do something, especially as he directs through his word, be obedient. If we want God to speak to us and then we don't do what he says, we can't expect him to keep speaking until we are serious about listening and doing. And God speaks to us through other believers. As we spend time with each other, with others who love God, we can see his love reflected through them. We can learn wisdom through their different life experiences and we can encourage each other as we walk together as the family of God. There have been many times in my life where I've been struggling to hear God's voice for myself, 
where, where I'm in times of hardship, where I've been in times of hardship. And those times I always find harder to hear God's voice for myself. I find it harder to read his words when there's um, a lot of stuff coming against me. But it's been during those times that God has provided the most amazing people to stand beside me, um, to walk alongside of me, to pray with me, and to, um, to give me his word, to help me navigate through the difficult times. So we seek relationship, read the word, renew our minds, be obedient, know that God speaks through other believers and also God speaks through his Holy Spirit. Over time, we can learn to recognise God's voice when he speaks to us and he will continue to speak to us if we respond in obedience to what he says. As an important guide, God never gives us a message that contradicts the principles of his word. When we are regularly reading God's word and spending time with him, he will often speak through his Holy Spirit with impressions in our mind. Sometimes if we're thinking of doing something, we might feel a stop in our spirit. This could be the Holy Spirit's guidance. So stop and ask him if this is something he wants you to do or not. As we continue reading his word, the Holy Spirit brings understanding to us. And Psalm 16 verse 7 says, I will bless the Lord who guides me. Even at night my heart instructs me. I love that, to know that as we take in his word in the daytime, in the morning or whenever we read it, that that word is still active in us. And at night our heart instructs us from that word. Amazing. No matter where we are currently in our relationship with God, we can always go deeper with him just like growing from a child's understanding to an adult's. There is no end to God's love. And if we desire it, he will work with us to bring us into a stronger, deeper relationship with himself. God's love never stops growing. It continues to deepen as we press into him. Our past mistakes or our lack of relationship are sometimes circumstantial and sometimes by choice. We can be self-condemning from our past or present choices, but God's mercy is new every morning. He gives us opportunity always to press into him. The Holy Spirit brings conviction, which is a good and healing thing, but condemnation is always from ourselves, others, or the enemy. God never brings condemnation. Once we recognize our past mistakes, they're a great catalyst and learning curve to grow deeper in him. God sent his precious son Jesus to die in place of us so we could stand before him clean and forgiven of sin, therefore being able to have relationship with our holy God. And as we know, Jesus is the only way to God. We need to admit that we're a sinner and that we need a saviour and invite Jesus into our lives. He then comes by the power of his Holy Spirit to live within us and to lead us and guide us into relationship with God. There is no relationship that you can ever experience on this earth that will be more intimate or more fulfilling. Zephaniah 3.17 says, For the Lord your God is living among you. He is a mighty saviour. He will take delight in you with gladness. With his love he will calm all your fears. He will rejoice over you with joyful songs. That scripture is so full of emotion God saves us, he loves us, and he rejoices over us. 
God loves us passionately. What a wonderful, amazing God we love and serve. And finally, from Max Licato, for all its peculiarities and unevenness, the Bible has a simple story. God made man. Man rejected God. God won't give up until he wins him back. God will whisper. He will shout. He will touch and tug. He will take away our burdens. He'll even take away our blessings. If there are a thousand steps between us and him, he will take all but one. But he will leave the final one for us. The choice is ours. Please understand, his goal is not to make you happy. His goal is to make you his. His goal is not to get you what you want. Here's what you need to keep in mind. You no longer have yesterday. You do not yet have tomorrow. You have only today. This is the day the Lord has made. Live in it. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you and praise you for your great love for us and your desire to have intimate relationship with us. For anyone yet who doesn't have a relationship with you, Jesus, we pray together with them. I confess, Lord, that I am a sinner and in need of you, Jesus, to save me. I know that even right now as I ask it, that my sins are forgiven by you. I thank you that as I turn from my past life and choose to live in relationship with you, that you will lead and guide me and I can look forward to spending all of eternity in heaven with you. I thank you so much, Lord. When I think of all this, I fall to my knees and pray to the Father, the creator of everything in heaven and on earth. I pray that from his glorious, unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Now all glory to God, who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's message. If you enjoyed today's podcast, make sure you subscribe to stay up to date with all our latest sermons. If you would like to get connected, you can find us on Facebook at Bridge City Church or come along to our Sunday service at 10am. 